Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm very happy to share with you in the upcoming minutes some additional thoughts about the video post on Life Value TV on last Sunday. The first question last Sunday was whether you feel completely disengaged on Sundays and you often look for the weekend already on Monday. Of course, in one form or another, we will probably have days where we feel quite done. The weather, too little sleep. Some circumstances simply affect our daily well-being. But what if this becomes a permanent state? Where do we set ourselves the necessary limits? And this affects us both, professionally and privately. Because in the end, there is an interaction between the two areas, one of which automatically affects the other. Right now, employees in some companies are afraid of dismissal. In such a situation, it is also understandable if these employees want to perform a special good work. I see two critical points. On the one hand, many tasks are being pushed on to please without realizing that the purpose is an exploitation from someone who just talks big and then even sells the results as his or her own. On the other hand, I feel that many employees get a too heavy workload by their boss or manager which in the long run is a too high burden. Too much overtime, mental stress, that simply leads to an overload in the long run and all just to keep the job. And finally, the private life inevitably falls short. Here, however, there is another side to look at. Because I experience Many people who would like to give their last shirt and thus find hardly any more time for their own rest. This, in turn, has an impact on work performance and cannot lead to a good end in the long term. The joy of helping other people can create energy, but an excess can be just as counterproductive. It is precisely for the reasons you innated that it is so important that we set ourselves limits. Because friends will remain friends because they understand that you have to take a breath, that you have to take a time out. And an employer will keep you when he does recognize your true value. Perhaps even at times he's more gently because he's aware of your value. Therefore, my question, before we come to the development of our self-worth in this context, is the following. Do you set yourself enough limits so that no area of your life is neglected and you find enough regeneration? Now, in the second part of today's podcast, I'm talking about the possible consequences that, as I think, could happen 
if we don't pay enough attention to our limits. Pressure and insecurity at work seem to deter many people from taking a supposedly better path and becoming happier. Because without sufficient limits, we easily no longer see the forest for the trees. I know many people who, on the one hand, say that they are actually satisfied, but on the other hand they are moaning about everything that could be better in the world. In my opinion, no one deals with all these negative and seemingly disturbing things when being satisfied. Because you are in the middle of your life, in the middle of your joy and well-being, and you do not need all the garbage to fill your life for being happy. When the burden in the work is rampant and then private problems are added, at some point the strength to become against the negative spiral is lacking. There is a lack of the strength to consciously perceive this. There may then be a further rejection that we feel. We are annoyed, faster and therefore unfriendly at times. In my life, the issue of rejection plays a very important role. And I am pretty sure that I am not the only one who was so afraid of determining his own path or her own path, so that I was more focused on the mass and what the mass did than on myself on my own desires and dreams. Our childhood is undoubtedly very important for our self-worth and confidence. Praise and rebuke influence the development immensely. Who knows this from his childhood, not really to be able to try it out or not to dare to do so in the first place. Lack of confidence in oneself is already expressed in children especially in school grades, as I see it. And I think it also has a strong impact on which people we dare to reach out to and which we don't. That's why I associate poor self-esteem with unfavorable people around me and vice versa. While I do not rule out the possibility that a lack of self-worth allows for a positive attitude to life, I believe that self-worth and attitude to life move in the same direction until we realize that we are in our own hands as our lives evolve. To return to the issue of rejection. Being different creates potential rejection. It can be easy for us to be drawn into yes-sayers instead of expressing our own thoughts. I am not a person who can participate in such a thing for a long time, because I stand by my attitude and my values in life. Sometimes in the past I may have lacked a little diplomacy, which has made me feel even more rejection than might have been necessary, but I have realized that while I have had experiences that have negatively affected my self-esteem, I am more valuable. In my earlier work came the decisive moment when I finally decided to put everything, to put all eggs in one basket. On me. 
so as not to betray myself in the end. After all, we are better off when we stand up, and stand up when people won't take advantage of us, that we stand up to use our talents and abilities. What led me to my decision, you can find out in my ebook, My Way to My Vocation, the decision between mere survival and real life, which is now also available on Amazon as a paperback and in English since a few weeks. I'm happy if you share your experience with me and I'm looking forward to next Friday that you're listening again my podcast or love Stefan Josef.